Chatterbox World. Welcome to Chatterbox episode. How do I look? Oh, this could be hairy. Notice I'm asking you how I look on an audio podcast. Well, only at Chatterbox Rocks. <laughs> there you go. There you have it. Although I am actually wearing makeup today, so you can't see that at all. Anyway, I am Suzanne from SuzanneDecree.com, and of course with me, the very lovely, the very talented... Liz Tapia, the Dark Angel from DarkBeautyMusic.com. And I can tell you that, Suzanne, you look marvelous. As do you, Liz. Well, that's because I'm seeing you on the Google. <laughs> that is true. We are chatting on the Google. <sighs> See, yes. what you guys don't know is Liz and I actually do kind of a Google Hangout every week. We just don't record them every week for you to see. And thank goodness for that. Yes. I don't know if they could handle it. I, I, I can't handle it, personally. Neither can I. <laughs> so this week's episode is all about image. Oh, boy. Let's get into it. Okay. So, image, image, image. How does one go about creating an image? Hmm. I don't know. I've been trying to do it now for about umpteen years. <laughs> yeah, to I know. An and, and, you know, it's funny. So have I. And I think probably the closest I ever came to an image was something that my parents would not let me walk out of the house in. Okay, well, we're not off to a good start here. <laughs> we're not We're not really off to a good start there, no. Not so, good. Here's what I can tell you. Sometimes, you know, as with everything, we are the crazy artistic people in the world. And, you know, sometimes those artistic flings, impulses, whatever you want to call them, are probably the closest thing you will ever get to what you're trying to accomplish. And I will give you the example of my hair. Um, I actually yes, have this let's idea. let's talk about your hair. Let's talk about the hair. Uh, the hair is probably the closest that I've come to an image, uh, channeling my inner redhead. and uh, <laughs> Channeling your inner redhead. <laughs> Not your inner blue or inner blonde no no inner red hair. inner red okay you know here's fun it's funny the red head the red hair actually suits me very well and and here's what i will tell you is everything you've ever heard about redheads is true i i don't really know much about what people say about <laughs> redheads i mean i'm sure there's a probably a million things out there and uh, I don't know. Tell me some, because I really don't pay attention to that, I guess. <laughs> you don't pay attention to it. Well, um, what, that, like they're crazy or something? Or well, just... crazy. Um, the, the Irish actually have a saying, uh, you know, because redheads supposedly have fiery tempers. Uh, but the Irish have a saying. Oh, fiery tempers. OK, yes, we are talking about Suzanne. Yes. No. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Because she's she seen me fly off the handle many times. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. Um, okay. okay, maybe sometimes. but Maybe sometimes. There was that one time. There, never there's that down. one time. It has to be. Wait, that one time in New York, remember? Oh, 
Yeah, there were a lot of times in New York. <laughs> okay, never mind. We are not going, we're not back, going back to, to New, New York. York. Cancel New York. We've, Cancel New we, York. We've escaped from New York. <laughs> we're not going back. Exactly. So, um, but, you know, one of the, the Irish have a saying, uh, that red hair is no lie. So <laughs> when you see oh. a redhead, generally fiery tempers and, yeah, there are all kinds of things out there about redheads. But here is kind of my take on being a redhead. And that is, since I've embraced my inner redhead, I used to, uh, you know, I used to pretend that I was stirring the pot for all the right reasons and causing havoc because I really wanted the best for everyone. And now I'm like, no, I'm just stirring the pot and creating havoc because it's what I like to do. (laughs) It's just now become pure fun for you. It really, really has. It's, um, you know, I feel a lot like the three witches in Macbeth, double, double (laughs) toil and trouble, fire, burn and cauldron bubble. That's me. And, and I kind oh, of stand no. over it, gleefully wringing my hands. <laughs> oh, no. And what did I get myself into here? Uh, Help! A, a podcast? <laughs> That's true. And, I mean, we can't do too much damage. I mean, we are across, what, 400, 400 miles, miles apart from each other. So right. there's not too much crazy that can happen over a microphone. And, wait, and the Google. The Google. Google. <laughs> so we have... So the story behind the hair is actually kind of funny. I actually came up with this idea, ironically, in New York. Um, And when I was in New York, I kept telling myself, oh, when I lose weight, I'm going to do this and it'll look awesome. When I lose weight, I'm going to do this one. It'll it'll do awesome. And And then the gray came in and I said, screw waiting until I lose weight. I'm dying my hair. <laughs> so Yeah, I hear you, sister. I went in to Jamie, the most awesome hairstylist in the world, and said, Jamie, can you make my hair look like it's on fire? And she said, why, yes, I can. And she did. And then Jamie was the one wringing her hands in gleeful. (laughs) Oh, sure. You're a hairdresser's dream. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. So Jamie really enjoyed doing the hair. Now, as far as... Like, you know, the, the image is the whole package, though. It's not just the hair. I wish it were just the hair because Jamie does the hair. The hair looks awesome and we're great. And then there's the rest of it that I have to do, like the makeup and the clothes and the, yeah. you know, going out in public thing. So <laughs> just that minor little detail. <laughs> yeah. So. Where do you come up with all of the pieces of an image? Because the image is not just an image, right? It's not just how you look. It's kind of how you behave, or in our case, how you don't behave. You know, because part of, part of, part of the image is the persona, right? the kind of silly quirky thing that we have going on here at chatterbox that's so true and then it's it is not it's not just about the hair obviously and 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 the looks but i mean it's it's an entire package so you know what is it that you're putting out there 
as an artist, as a singer, as a musician, as a speaker, as whatever it is that you're doing, uh, that is giving you the image that is going to, you know, make that statement for you. I think a lot of it has to do, obviously, with maybe in our situation where we're musicians, singers, where, you know, the type of music that we're pursuing, of course, that has something to do with it. Yes, uh, yes. We are both pursuing country. <laughs> Susie. Well, I didn't realize I was <laughs> pursuing country, but okay, I'll, I'll go with country. I think I kind can do of a country. Heavy metal country. <laughs> heavy metal country. With progressive rock influences. <laughs> exactly. But that's it's what the world needs. It's <laughs> that's exactly what the world needs. Yes. A little bit of country with heavy metal riffs and some progressive gothic rock in there. And a twist of reggae. And a, and a <laughs> twist of reggae. <laughs> Oh my! Yes, uh, that's actually we said an inside. It, we said it a twist of Frank. <laughs> that's actually an inside joke, and I'll let you guys in on the joke because this is actually pretty funny. I was, uh, I had a uh, one of the oh songs no. actually that Liz just got done singing for me. I uh, had a little bit of a breakdown in the middle of it, kind of a what? What would you say, like a bluesy kind of vibe, or I would call it a crazy redheaded <laughs> breakdown moment there you go crazy redhead breakdown well crazy redhead was up too late one night and had too much coffee and suddenly <laughs> that breakdown in the middle of the song became reggae oh no horns and then of course <laughs> brass everything woodwinds horns everything it was amazing um fortunately in a moment of clarity both my singer guess who that is and my producer said no that's not happening <laughs> pretty much just like that uh nope. that's pretty much how it happened they were like huh reggae breakdown yeah no yeah let's not do that again although i'm i've got to give liz props because she actually listened to the reggae breakdown before she said no tim just said no <laughs> You just mentioned the word reggae, and he was, he was like, no, forget no, it. No, that's not happening. Okay, moving on. Moving on. I have to give you credit, though, just for throwing it in there. I mean, it was kind of interesting to hear in this very, very heavy, heavy piece. <laughs> not sure how else to describe it. I don't know. Maybe you should just throw it out there for our chatterbox listeners to just we, check it out we and see if they might like it. have to do a reggae mix of not myself oh my goodness <laughs> listen with us anything is possible this collaboration is just nuts i tell you it's just nuts this collaboration has taken on a life of its own <laughs> it sure has it sure has Oh, um, what fun we have here at chatterboxrocks.com that is true <laughs> How's that for a plug? That is an awesome plug. And a hey. lot easier, by the way, than saying the Facebook slash dot com group slash or whatever it is. Facebook.com slash group slash chatterbox rocks. No, uh, I haven't said that once or twice in my life. Yeah, I was going to say, you can tell who said that a lot more, you or me. 
Alright, so we are at that point in the program where we have a few shout-outs. First up, Robert Len Stollard. Thank you so much for stopping by uh, our YouTube page, I believe, and actually taking the time out to comment. Yeah, that was really nice. Thank you, Robert, so much. We appreciate you commenting and glad that Brian was able to offer some helpful tips regarding the forms and things that you need before, uh, or at least if you're trying to get into licensing. I believe that was what that episode was about. Yes. So thank you so much for stopping by. And we also, our, our regulars, our regulars, we can't forget you guys, Rebecca Callahan, Josh Lair, Steve Neely, Rockin' Robin, Sam Hain. Who am Brett I missing? Lloyd. Brett Lloyd. Brett Lloyd. Brett, Did you say Jane Morgan? Brett? Jane Morgan. How can we forget Jane? Can't forget oh. Jane. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And now you know what that means, don't you? Hmm, I think I know what's coming up. <gasps> it's commercial time. Oh, I love a good commercial. I me, love a good commercial, too. Me, too. Too bad we don't have any. <laughs> yes, we do. Oh, right, right. We do. We do. Sorry. My bad. My bad. Stay tuned in. We will be right back. Hi, this is Tom Banana Goo. I'd like to talk to the vocalists in the room for a moment. You know this has happened to you. The guitar solo comes around, and you just want to keep a beat on your tambourine but the drummer won't let you. Uh, you're not good enough. You're not playing on the downbeat. You're not in union. Well, at the Vocalist Advanced Percussion School, we can teach you how to play woodblock, triangle, advanced tambourine, and even that round thing with the beads on it. Whatever that's called. So come to the Advanced Percussion School today, and for only $38,000, we'll teach you how to keep a beat in only nine months. Come to the Vocalist Advanced Percussion School today. Nothing beats a Chatterbox commercial. Nothing beats a Chatterbox commercial. I totally agree. It is so much fun to come back into the segment from the commercial, because, especially because we don't know what they're going to be. We never know so. what the commercial's going to be. But we certainly hope that you guys are enjoying them. And how lucky are we to have them? We are so lucky to have Chatterbox commercials. We're That's so fun. lucky. It's almost like we're on Chatterbox Rocks or something. <laughs> Wait, do you mean ChatterboxRocks.com? I do mean ChatterboxRocks.com. And while we're headed to ChatterboxRocks.com, don't forget to go there via DarkBeautyMusic.com and... If you sign up for the mailing list on darkbeautymusic.com, did you know you can get a free track? You can become a fan of the Dark Angel. Sign up for our mailing list again at darkbeautymusic.com. Appreciate the support and hope to see you guys there. And while you're signing up for darkbeautymusic.com, you might as well just do a couple more clicks and type in suzannedecree.com and sign up for her mailing list too. Yes, and I believe as of the time this podcast will go live, there will be two tracks available for you when you sign up on my mailing list as well. How exciting. It's I'm very excited exciting. for you to get these tracks out. And guys, as soon as you sign up and check out this music, 
we are dying to get your comments and hear your thoughts and what you're thinking of the music. I know you're going to love it. I love it. I love it, too. Although, although a few people have accused me of being biased on that. No. No. Can't imagine why. <laughs> so we are... We are, after an extended break, we are back talking about image and package. and It's you know, the entire package. And, and one of the really funny things is I haven't figured out the rest of the package. <laughs> yeah, but here's the interesting part about what you're saying. Do you remember back in the day when you used to have the studios creating the stars? I mean, they basically, yes. they told them what to wear, how to look. Basically, they just did, they did everything. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the actress or the actor or the performer, whatever they were, whatever it was. I mean, they were not doing this on their own. They were basically told pretty much everything, how their image is going to be and what they're going to wear and how they're going to style their hair, what kind of makeup. So there was a lot of input back then. I think today as an indie artist, it is, you know, it's cool and it's fun to be able to just kind of put out your own image. But... A lot of times people don't really know what to do with that. They're not sure, you know, like what what kind of image do I need? Do I need an image? What happens if you don't have an image? Does that mean that you're, you know, as musicians, does that mean your music doesn't get across? I mean, does it matter? What do you think about that? I'm actually curious to see what uh, what our listeners are thinking about that as well. Like, does does the image really speak to you guys as far as like whether or not you're going to hook onto the music or is it the music that you're listening for and then you're checking out like what's the image like which one comes first and you know that is an interesting question because I always and I mean mind you you guys know what kind of music I listen to I listen to Epica, Lacuna Coil, uh, Tharia of course I listen to um, Revamp you know pretty much anything that Florianson's involved in um you know I, I I listen to all of the uh Diane von Gersbergen from Zandria uh you know pretty much and any one of these ladies looks good I mean they could all wear trash bags and just rock it so it's well that's true yeah. they're all they're all a bunch of beauties that's definitely you know, true. and there's and there's and there's I, you know I don't necessarily think I'm I'm uh you know Quasimodo but you know, compared to a Diane von Giersbergen or Daria or, a, you know, Simone Simons, I'm average. You know, th- these women are incredibly beautiful and, and I'm average. And there's nothing wrong with average. There's a reason that most of us are average. But how do you, I always associate the, the image with the music. Um, now, it's the music that grabs me first. So, you know, I heard my winter storm before I latched on to, you know, the, the whole Tharia fanaticism stalking thing. Um, you know, I heard Fangirl. Epica. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, you know, I, I heard Lacuna Coil before I, you know, saw Lacuna Coil. I heard Epica before I saw Epica and, and all of these things. So I, I always hear the music. The music draws me in. Um, interestingly, when enough, uh, Zandria <laughs> has been through what I think four or five lead singers since I've Zandria and Serenia, both of them have been through like four or five lead singers every, you know, and each singer had a different sort of image. Um, 
which is really, really interesting to me. Like the band kept pretty much the same image. And I think the band can get away with that. The lead singer and Liz, you can probably speak to this being out in front of the band. It's more important for you to have an image than it would be for, let's say, Brian or even me, even though Di Gregorio is technically my baby, my thing. You know, if we're out on stage, I can just hide behind you. Please don't. <laughs> this is true, but please don't. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Don't make me have to be like, you know, waving my arms behind me to get you to stand <laughs> back. I mean, it's just not right, Suzanne. <laughs> that would be really funny. It'd be like, what is she doing? Swatting flies or something? <laughs> What's going on over there? No, I think she's swatting a guitarist. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You know, I, I mean, you know, it's interesting that you, as a guitarist, I don't know, what do you guys think about that? I mean, of course, you know, the person that, that's fronting a band needs to have some kind of an image or something, but, it, you know, that's interesting what you were just saying, that you actually really got drawn into the music first, and then you went to check out the image Yes. So I would love to hear from you guys and let us know, is that what you guys do? Like, are you drawn first to the music and then you go check out the image or, you know, I would imagine that's probably, I would think it would be more like that because like, if I really like a song or a band, I'm going to, you know, you're hooking into the music first and then you're going to go and check out maybe what they look like or, you know, who the singer is or, or whatever, the guitar player. Now I will admit when I was much, much, much younger, that all went in reverse. The first thing we looked for in a, in a band was cute guys. Well, of course. Right. Then the second thing we looked for was another cute guy. <laughs> and if we could find two or three cute guys in the band, then we would listen to the music. And let's face it, at that point, it didn't really matter if the music was good because I wasn't really going to pay that much attention to it. Yeah. But then something happened and I developed musical taste. Yes. Yes. And so much for the cute guys. Yes. Yes. That all went by the wayside. Because I've realized that not all cute guys have musical abilities. Well, this is true. And that's very sad. Well, what are you going to do? Hmm. I don't know. But I like um, that we just get a grunt. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But here, here's a question for you. So okay, so what do you want to be known for? What do you, Suzanne, from SuzanneDecree.com, want to be known for? How important do you think looks really is? And how you know, playing a part in you, well, you know, getting to this interesting level. question. That's an interesting question. Um, and it's something that I've actually thought of because I actually go through, um, I've actually been through several coaching programs and, you know, free seminars and stuff that a lot of coaches offer, which you guys all, all know that I've, I've been through all of these things. Um, and one of the interviews, I want to say it was Brie Noble. Uh, one of the seminars, I'm sorry, seminars, not, not interviews. I, I want to say it was Brie Noble said, you know, before you set out to push your music out there, kind of run through, you know, kind of question answers, interviews type of things so that you're prepared 
to direct the interview and, and get your point across without making yourself look like an idiot, of course. Um, and the one thing she said is, what do you want to be known for? You know, and she brought up a bunch of uh, political positions. You know, you want to be the known as the vegetarian or the vegan, or you want to be known as this and that and the other thing. And I said, you know, I, I really want to personally, I want to avoid all of that. I want to be known first and foremost for my music. Um, you know, and, and, and Liz, you know, uh, my music has un undergone several, several transformations uh, from, you know, blatantly awful to not, not, not too bad, actually. Getting a lot of compliments these days from oh some of Oh my goodness, well, what a way to sell that. <laughs> of course it's not too bad. It's beyond <laughs> not too bad. It's really, really good. Your guitaring um, is excellent. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, but what I, I want to be known for my music first and foremost, because that's what I work for. Um, if I had to be known for something secondarily, I would want to be known for either, uh, basically triumph over, I, I would say personal difficulties, mm -hmm. you know, whether it, whether it would be the weight, whether it would be the, you know, just the sheer, j just the sheer act of pushing to become a professional musician for well over 30 years to get to the point where I would record, where I would have an audience, where I would be able to do this as a living, um, without having to break my neck like so many other people do. And you know, you know what, if you're a session musician and, and you're constantly gigging with different projects, my hat's off to you. Cause I don't think I could, I don't think I could be at a different venue every night trying to do a different thing and trying to, you know, line up a, a different session every night. I mean, Jeremy, my drummer does that. Uh, and the guy's amazing. Uh, the guy is absolutely amazing. And my hat's off to you, Jeremy, cause I don't think I could do what you do. Um, you know, looking basically to, to go from gig to gig and, and project to project. Um, so I, I would want to be known for those things, the, the overcoming the personal difficulties and, you know, the music, those are the things that I would like to be known for because I would like to think somewhere along the line that I could inspire somebody else to say, yeah, maybe it's not even music, but to say, hey, you know what? If she can do it, I can do it. I love that because that puts you in the spot of being a positive role model and someone that people can look up to. Because oh, wait, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to spin that in a positive way. I mean, no, it's really true what you're saying, because when you have to struggle and you have to really work, not that all musicians, I believe, well, most musicians, let's say, you know, work really hard, probably work really, really hard, and they're trying to do the best that they can. Um, and when you have other things on top of just the music, you know, you want to look better, you want to lose weight, you want whatever it is that you're trying to do, it, it adds all of these extra things on your plate that you have to deal with. So it is difficult. It makes it a lot more difficult because just doing music alone is difficult, trying to break through and cut through the noise and everything. So uh, I think that I, I like what you're saying because that gives people a chance to look up to you. And that's, that's kind of how I see myself is that, you know, I, I hope pe people can look up to me and be inspired by the things that I'm doing. And well, I do look up to you when you wear high heels. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I'm pretty tall, 
She she she's you've got what two inches on me? One an inch, an inch or two. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm. But your heels are definitely higher than <laughs> I mine. I do. I know. I'm always wearing heels. Uh, yeah. So so I do look up to you every time you wear heels. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, not quite what I meant, but all right, all right. I mean, take it where you can get it. Yeah. All right, I'll take it. Oh my goodness, we can go on and on forever on this topic, and maybe maybe we just will do that. Maybe maybe there will be a part two of creating your image and maybe we'll actually have some actual suggestions for that part two. Nah, just kidding. <laughs> well, actually I want to hear from our listeners on this podcast. We would love for you guys to post and comment. Let us know what you think about this. Do you get hooked on by the music first and then go check out who the singer is or the bands or how do you guys feel about the whole image thing? Does image matter? Should we worry about image? Should we, should we not worry about it? Is it really important in the music scene? And don't forget to stop by our YouTube channel, our websites, our chatterboxrocks.com group, and post, comment, like, share. Uh, and for those of you not interested in any of that, Liz's personal cell phone number is... 555-4444. Actually... Hey, you changed your number! <laughs> now, I just put it on airplane mode when I know you're going to call me at like 3 in the morning. Well, that's no fun. Oh my goodness. All kidding aside, I do have... Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Have a lovely, lovely day. And we will see you in a week on ChatterboxRocks.com. Thank, I am Suzanne from SuzanneDecree.com. And jumping the gun is Liz Tapia, the Dark Angel from DarkBeautyMusic.com. I'm out. Bye, guys. Chatterbox. <laughs> Bye. Chatterbox, box for chatter, chatterbox.